to my sports and pop culture loving Cappy Presents audience. Welcome back. I know we're in the heart of the NBA and NHL playoffs, and you found the right podcast for your morning commute or evening commute or something to keep you company while doing stuff, which is currently not watching sports. My conversation with someone who excels in the art of fighting the UFC's Donald Cowboy Cerrone begins now. And I got to say, this dude lives up to his reputation of being a wild man right from the jump. But we're looking for a personality and a distinctive voice. I am tickled to death at what an idiot I am. Make fun of myself before someone else made fun of me. Have you ever been pochy? I am right now. You always want to do stuff that is different and challenging. Is this fiction? What's happening here? But I need you to talk for like 15 minutes. Please. This is the Cabbie Presents Podcast. I've never met this man, but admired his work from a distance. If Hollywood were to reboot the movie Roadhouse, the 1989 film about a butt-kicking doorman at the rowdiest bar in the South, Cowboy Cerrone would make the short list to star in the film or play the character with the funniest lines while kicking grown men through windows and tables and maybe a few rear-naked chokes as well. At this point in his UFC career, he'd be considered an OG. But don't let the years fool you. He's a bad man in the lightweight and welterweight divisions. The headliner for UFC Fight Night in Ottawa on May 4th, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Welcome to the Cabbie Presents podcast. Thank you so much for being here, man. What's going on? Listen, you are uh, 3-0 fighting in Canada, in Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. Is that a coincidence, or uh, do you put a little extra <laughs> yeah, when you well, fight I, on foreign soil? Yeah, I know that you guys take 34% of my purse right when I get here, so i got to get that win bonus just to cover it. You know, That's what I'm a, Is that real? It's real life. A third of your your paycheck? Oh, wow. I'm sorry, man. That's, yeah, I'm uh, in a different tax bracket. So. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of us are like 12, you know, like there might be, you know, 18 or whatnot, but uh, wow, 34%. 34%. You've earned 16 post-fight bonuses. Have mm-hmm. any of those bonuses been spent in Canada because the American dollar goes stretches a little bit further here? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, I like, uh, we, we joke around all the time with that, like, yeah, like five bucks is what, 27 Canadian, right? <laughs> I think it was like eight, maybe like <laughs> seven or eight bucks. Like last night at the at the Piggly Wiggly, where were we at? What was it called? Pig Al? The Pig You Al? guys went to Pig Al's? Yeah. Oh, that's a legendary spot well, in Hall in Gatineau, Quebec. We're just letting you know Tuesdays, just from my extensive research, <laughs> why we were there. Of course, so I can answer this question. If you right. ever want to know what a Tuesday at Pig Al's, I'd maybe try a Wednesday because. <laughs> oh, the, it wasn't the A squad on Tuesday. No, no. Oh, see, that's a couple of them run around in sweatpants. I think so. Uh, <laughs> Pig Al's, is, for some who fun. don't know, never had the experience. It's just a is a place for entertainment. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure the audience is all Canadian, all right? M- most all, of them, yeah. But this, where you put money in your mouth and then hurl yourself onto stage, you would be thrown out like a dart in America for climbing onto stage. Oh, I, yeah, you can't just you can't just jump on there with the stripper and let her <laughs> let her pick up money with her biscuits. You know what I mean? That doesn't that does not that does not fly in America. So wait, did so therefore did you have more fun because the there well, were less rules? We, and- we, there are some girls in there and we were sitting with them and they had money like fives and they were like why can't we get the strippers to come over here not two seconds of that this wasted drunk guy goes flying past us and just porpoises up onto the onto the uh dance the floor yeah rolls over on his back with five bucks in his mouth he's been trained well and i said well that's 
that's what we've been doing wrong. <laughs> in America, you're not allowed to get on stage. You build little birdhouses of money. <laughs> it really takes you back to when you're like eight or ten, when you're like crafts. Remember like the popsicle sticks? Yeah. Like, oh, let me build a little house. You get real resourceful I think in those situations. I think that's where the term bread comes from. Like money, bread, feeding the ducks, right? That's, that's what... <laughs> We, uh, I, we're about to make a right turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I heard this quote once. Dude, I'm, um, I'm a right side guy, so if we stay away from the left, we're, we're all right. <laughs> it's New Mexico you're, where your ranch is, right? It is, yeah. Um, uh, so there, I've heard this quote. It okay. says, uh, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Yeah. How does this philosophy, if at all, apply to your life? It might just be all talk. I might be unready all the time, but mentally I'm ready, so I just go in there and get it done. What about physically ready? That had a lot to do with mentally ready, I think, because physically I feel like I'm, as long as this is good, I'm good. Yeah, I don't care. I'll fight five rounds tomorrow for sure. Maybe not have the physical or the cardio to do it, but I'll sure think I do. Um, but we train, I mean, it's, it's like a big misconception. I think people think I just party my life away, drink beer. That is a strong part of what we do. <laughs> but we also put in the work and train for sure, you know, Um I enjoy I enjoy training. It's it's fun to me. I love it. They say in golf, ninety percent of your success or ninety percent of the game is played between the five inches. Of course, between your ears. Would yeah. you say is that similar? I to think, combat I think out of competition, like training for this May Fourth fight. Right now, it's probably ninety percent physical, right? Ten percent mental, like just going through the motions, getting done. But come fight week, come fight night, it's ninety percent mental, one hundred percent. It's all mental. Like winning the fight has a lot to do. With how does fight week go? How is your mental preparation? How is your team? How are the energy vampires around you? Like, how is everything playing into that night, right? What is an energy vampire? Someone who just sucks you dry, man. The people around you that are just pulling in all directions, wanting tickets, wanting this, wanting that. Uh, we call them energy vampires, man. Right, they just right. suck, suck you dry. Is the media component no, uh, because, part of that too? No, because I've been doing this for so many years. That's just part of the game now, right? I'd understand maybe if there was someone new to it. Sure, it would be... I'd be drawing and, and, and they wouldn't kind of sideline them. But no, this is all part of it. So coming, I know when I come to fight week, we have media obligations, two full days of it. It's just part of it. But when you do media all day long and then you have your friends, these are your energy vampires, your friends that buy tickets to come and fly in. Now they think they spend all this money, which they did come see you come to the hotel. They think that I need to like come down and hang out with them. Like, no bitch, I'm here. This is my week. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's work. Yeah, like like weigh-ins. I'm dead, dying. They think they're there that they need to come. Like, why aren't you at your phone texting me, calling me? Like, I need tickets. I need. And it's like, yo, dude, I realize you flew here, and I realize you came, and I appreciate it. You just stay at home next time because I I, I could do without that, right? Like right. it's just they don't realize it. They don't mean any harm, but they just want to see you and hang out with you, you know. And it's just a lot, especially this is this is I need mentally ready. This is my time, and I don't know. You mentioned uh, preparation for fight week. I was watching UFC Embedded 206, the time you came to Toronto. Here we are in Toronto. And you, uh, you were like the most loose I've ever seen a high-performance athlete. Like the week of you were sparring in Cabo. Right. And then you came to t- Canada. You did rock climbing. You played basketball and soccer. Like yeah. oh, it, was so, it was so loose. Is that the exception to your regular fight week prep nah, or I mean, was that the rule? It like, was cold then, right? Of course, it, it was, was December. Yeah, it was Yeah, yeah so it was that's cold. why we didn't do anything fun outside because and then we the rock climbing with my buddy Mikey said cuz I do a lot of rock climbing um and 
he told me oh, I can climb anything once. We had to go challenge him, and of course he didn't. He just fell on his head. It was <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, we just screw around. Cabo, we went to Cabo. Who, I don't know. But your regular, sorry. So your regular fight weeks is the camp that loose? Oh yeah, camp super loose. So we just, just like. Um, these guys never know what we're going to do. They all have their passports ready because we might just wake up Friday and here we are in Toronto. You don't know. Or we might go to Mexico. Or we might go to Thailand. Or we might take the bus and go snowmobiling for a week. Who knows? But we just stay so like, – so, I'm so mentally strong in this sport that I can afford those days. And I think some of these guys shut their whole life off for six weeks and they're like, i got to train. i got to be ready. But man, you need those. You need those resets. You need to. You need to just relax sometime and have fun. Were you like that as a young fighter? The like six weeks, you're just like you have to block everything out. You got your mind has to be a fortress. No, man, I'm. Or, I've been wild, <laughs> always. Yeah, people are like telling me you need to train more. In your post fighting career, I have an idea for you, sir. Okay. Uh, could it's like a series of cowboy adventures. It could be called Cowboy Adventures, and in this show, you could be taking your MMA friends on various. Excursions. It could be, um, you know, it's a physical adventure and something. The we, great we outdoor. We do that. We do that every day, anyways. Minus. But the you cameras. might as well get paid for it, right? I'm with you. So, I like so it. there's. Uh, you could be exploring new technology. Um, you could be training at a circus. You could be joining a rock. We mentioned '80s rock band. You could be joining a rock band on stage for one of their songs. We that tried to be- karaoke last night. We went to the karaoke spot. And it was closed. Ugh. Yeah, it was. It was actually a guy's house. I think. To be fair. What? Exactly. What do you mean? Well, okay. Like, who gave you this intel? Like, yeah, we so can we karaoke Googled, at we Googled Ottawa karaoke. Yeah. Got the thing, called the Uber, show up, said ring ring bell for to come up. And we ring the guy and he goes, hello? Hey, man, we're here for karaoke. And he's like, no, we're close. <laughs> Get out of here. It's wild. Yeah. And then that the, is so random. And then we woke the whole neighborhood up. We had people yelling out of their windows. It's 2 a.m. Cowboy, shut up! <laughs> Were you, wait, wait a second. What is the environment? Are you still trying to get into this guy's place to do karaoke? But well, or- at this point, we yes, 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 yeah. It was super suspect. I don't, we were down some desolate street, <laughs> uh, laundromat with a payphone. I haven't seen a payphone in years. It had a payphone in it, and um, we we're there. We were there to sing karaoke. Do you want to know the song we were going to sing? Yes, please. My posse's on Broadway. That was going to be my. Uh, I don't know that song. Whoa! Can you sir mix a lot? My posse's on Broadway. I only know. Uh, <laughs> I only know. Baby's got back. That's the of only. Of course, everyone knows that. But my, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put in your in your put. You're gonna have to Google that. Well, can you give us some? Well, no, I, I can't just acapella it right now. I don't have the. I don't Do you have, have the, the music? No, I don't. Ha- How does it even start, Rod? I'm with home. Yeah, I can't. With the cellular phone. <laughs> yeah, now you got to Google yeah, it. I will, it's, I will. And me and Rod were in the, in the uh, sauna the other night. There it is. Oh. I can't believe you never heard this. Uh, old school. See, look how hitting you with sidewinders, right? <laughs> I, I definitely don't remember this one. I wasn't that much of a West Coast kid. You're going to have to put this on your playlist, man. This is just the jam. This is the I have like the, listen to the the beat back when back when the basses were hitting hard. Yeah, before eight oh eight. Yeah, it is eight oh eight. They say about eight oh eight. Oh yeah, because the eight oh eight kick drum makes my yeah. makes the girlies get dumb. Uh huh. Rolling rainier and jealous and want to get some. Oh, there, there wasn't words on that. That there, was just yeah. a, 
Oh, it com- oh this, so that was the karaoke the, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what we need, Rod. Do you want to do you want to perform it? No, I, I, it's not the right. I don't have enough alcohol in me yet. One last thing: put a button on the Cowboy Adventures yeah. theories. Uh, who are three MMA friends that you would take that you would have on this adventure for the first three episodes? One one person per episode. Ooh, probably Tim Kennedy. Okay, and now I'm going to bring. Rory, Rory McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, oh, I'm a Canadian. Bring, okay, I'm gonna bring him. Yeah, I'm gonna bring him. Show him the real light. He just gave himself to God, so I need to stray him away from that. <laughs> he pulled himself out of something to like go embrace, like to reach to the heavens, and now you want to pull him back down to earth. B- below earth, I want to bring him into hell. <laughs> he was there. He was a resident there, <laughs> yeah. evidently, and then he had to like change change addresses. Okay, so Roy McDonald, the second dude, um, second person, and third, um, probably Alice Drovereen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just get him the little soft ass out into the nature. <laughs> He's from the Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. yeah. He's like cool, it. dude. I grew up with him. So nice. Yeah. I was watching um, sixty Minutes Australia just on YouTube, and there's a feature on this place called Snake Island. Have you heard of Snake Island? No. Oh, there's this island off the coast of Brazil, which humans aren't allowed to go to because they have the dead, like the top 10 deadliest snakes on this island. Yeah, I'm good. Just, just inhabited by snakes. I'm good. You wouldn't? No. See, I feel like there was no limits on your, like there's, there's no fear that registers in your brain. I mean, when you go to an island called Snake Island to go and track down the deadliest snake on the world, I mean, no. Hell no. I don't even like snakes. Yeah. Yet you live in the desert. You live in like yeah, the middle of nowhere. we catch rattlesnakes in the summer two or three a week, for sure. How do you catch them? We have a, uh, like a snake catcher. Like a, like a, like a rod with exact, the hook on the, exactly. on the end? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then where do you put them? Mm, well, I try to keep them, but then that doesn't work out because my wife hates it. So I try to like keep them. Yeah, bro, pets. imagine one of those got out, then your, your gem is done in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um... Or we just take them away or we kill them. There's whatever, three options. There's so many of them. So. Um, okay, so Ixnay on Snake Island. I wouldn't go to Snake Island. Even on one of, like, if it was Cowboy Adventures, like, you know, yeah, I mean, like season go, three, you got to go real extreme. But, I mean, if I'm like, yeah, I mean, if we're filming something and we're going, I guess, hunting, I don't know. Snakes, yuck. <laughs> not with it. I don't like, ugh. no, wouldn't do it. This interviewer and this this crew from Brazil went there, and they because the venom is like very, um, it's Toxic. very rare, and it helps uh, for medicine create antibodies for and, and anti venoms for other and, people that go to Snake Island and get no bit. no just for people, no people in the world it's it's got medicinal applications to help um, hundreds or thousands of people. Well, and did they get bit? In this, nobody got bit. They wore like almost like armor. Which makes sense because you yeah. just, you might step or you might reach for a rock and be one right there. You touch it, Mm-mm. boom, you get it right in the hands. Hell no, I hate snakes. Yuck. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'd rather go feed crocodiles or something. Podcasters, a friendly reminder that this podcast is sponsored by the massive archive of Cabby Presents segments originally on SportsCenter and awaiting your viewing pleasure on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're in the right place. If you're listening... Now, after this conversation with UFC lightweight Donald Cowboy Cerrone, head over to TSN's YouTube channel and dive right in. We return to Cowboy and his early year. Do you remember the first playground or schoolyard or street fight that you took an L 
And did you ever exact revenge on that particular kid? Yeah, one of my one of my good friends now named David Urquhart. Um, we we had a fight, and he were you guys me. like how old were you? Th- do you think oh, elementary school for sure? And um, he beat the tar out of me. <laughs> And now we're buds, good friends, good friends. Did you exact your revenge when you were like 14 or 15 at some oh, point? I beat his ass now, yeah. No, I never got my revenge back, but I was little, like a tiny, tiny. All through high school, I was like 110 pounds. Like, were you? Yeah, small, tiny kid. So I would always get picked on, and I never took much from any man to get me to like, yeah, and fight. So, And then I remember I came back on my super senior year. Do you know what a super senior is? That's when you don't make it in four. You got to come back for five. Um, <laughs> we had something similar here in yeah. Ontario. Yes. So, yeah. um, super senior. It wasn't as cool sounding <laughs> as that, though. I came back my super senior year, and I just that summer, I was like, do, 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 and I just grew. And then it was go time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Super Mario Brothers, like finding the mushrooms. Yeah, like the power like, up, yeah exactly. I had like a little hit list, and I'd just beat their ass, scratch <laughs> the name off, you know? Not really what it was like. Um, because of your personality and because you have these random adventures, um, follow me on this one here. Sometimes when I go out with my friends, everybody in the crew, there's like a song that they have. And when that song plays at a bar or a night, like their friends, like direct energy towards them. Cause that's their jam. Right. My boy, Nigel, whenever Poison by Belle DeVore comes on, mm-hmm. he, we like focus on energy on Nigel. Cause he's going to dance. He loves that song. My boy, Henderson, hater or lover by the game and 50 cent. That's his jam. For me, it's Jay-Z's PSA. When that comes on, I'm going to sing every word. That's your jam. That's my jam. For you, there are a couple of there are a few iconic songs with the word cowboy sure. in the title or in the chorus. So I wonder if any of these three songs you take particular joy in in singing or or, or performing. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Of course. There's um, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy by Big and Rich. Yeah. And then Space Cowboy by the Steve Miller Band. I haven't heard that. that that's that's a good one actually. Uh, Steve Miller Band. I could sing all those, all three of those. But the song that gets me and my group fired up started from the bottom. Now we're here. Really, by Drake? Yeah. That's your jam? That's it. But wow. as a group jam. Yeah. So like we're somewhere and started from the bottom. Now we're here because we did, man. We, I've been with the same group of guys training for a long time, years and years. So that's like our that's our jam. I did not expect. That's mm-hmm. pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Um, but when any of those cowboy songs do come on, do you feel like there's a more energy directed in your way? Because if people recognize you when you're out and one of these, I mean, I don't know what kind of spots you go to other than Pig Owls. Uh, <laughs> those, those, those are the kind of spots we go to. <laughs> well, then I don't think any of the cowboy songs are here coming on unless you're, unless you're at a particular establishment in the no, but southern. Girls, 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 definitely come on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, is, what group is that again? Uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, right? I'm not sorry. Listen, no, I'm not right. that up Motley on my Crue. on my '80s rock. I'm more of a, a '90s hip hop guy. Sure. But. In a strip club scenario, I think long hair bands kill it on the stage. Like the the hip hop is all right, but I like it when they when they play the old dirty Motley Crue and just a little little grind to them. You know, <laughs> that that would certainly work in particular in certain in spots for sure, for sure. And uh, I may have had uh, experience. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so science. Uh, just you want you, you, that way you could talk about it. That's why you were there. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's life is all about experiences, and I just want to add to my palette. Do you have your cellular phone? Yeah. I have the segment called "Down Your Rabbit Hole." Yeah. Uh, and it sounds a little more uh, pervasive than it actually is. Can you um, activate, open up the YouTube app? Sure. You and I, we don't know or understand how the YouTube algorithm works, mm-hmm. but whenever you open it up, they suggest 
certain videos to you. Okay. Can you read the the five, the first five videos that YouTube suggests for you? Mine's goat shop sneakers. Okay, nice. What's the next one? Dana gets banned from casino after winning millions. Dana White? Yeah. Okay. Eat hot chicken with uh, Marlon Mason. Lone Walker unclogs flooded Houston highway with on camera. And Pawn Stars, like best of Pawn Stars. Nice. That's a that's a very diverse playlist. There's, there's yeah. Plumber, there's Dana White, there's Hot Chicken. I'm actually going to watch the Plumber one. It's like a little, he like unclogs this big spiral flood. I'm damned. And then there's, and it started with sneakers. Yeah, right there, right? Air, Air Max, that's, oh, now it changed. Oh, that's an ad. Now it changed again. Now I have a new five. Is that Lonzo Ball? Who is that on the top there? No, that was uh, Brandon Schaub on yeah, Joe Rogan, looks like. No, he's on uh, Tony Ferguson's wife. T- basically says he's crazy because he is. He's seeing aliens and stuff now. Who, Tony Ferguson is yeah. or Brandon Schaub is? Well, probably both. <laughs> both. Both of them. Which isn't fair because I don't really watch YouTube videos, so... I don't have like a very extensive. Uh, no, but that was very diverse. Like, oh, there was, right. I, I it wasn't all like one thing, like race cars or like performance. Yeah, I'm not, I'm or, really you know. go- I don't really, um, yeah, watch too many YouTube videos. Listen, we don't know how they how they send videos our way. They listen that- to you. You haven't ever talked about something, then you open your Instagram and there's a sponsored app for it right there. You're like one thousand percent, one thousand percent. That is You're accurate. Listening to me. Yeah, I mean, and our phones are always with us. So like we and we we give so much consent to all these apps that we use when nobody's reading the fine print. Nobody's like you're just hitting accept because just because you want to use the app. So for sure it's. So yeah, that's I don't. Do you have a nest in your house? Yeah, that you do. Whole, so it's even like doubly like they're getting they're getting you at at home. And Alexa, Alexa, more toilet paper. <laughs> Does it work? Yeah, yeah, it works. She's so smart. <laughs> she knows even what kind you want. And then it just shows up later that day from Amazon well, Prime? Two days. Come on. No, I wish it was later. I live in the middle of nowhere, so it's two days. And then they just put it at the P.O. box, so I got to go pick it up. So, ah, so then why are you even paying for Amazon Prime if it doesn't come right to your door? Like, what's up with the drones I'm going to tell Mexico? you why I pay for Amazon Prime. Have you seen Goliath? No. No, you need, to, you need to watch Goliath. A TV show? Yeah. Are you Billy McBride? Huh? The Billy McBride. What happened on the boat? They're hiding something big here. Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Goliath. Excellent. Does he, like, what he's kind like of character a, he's, is he a, he's a um, lawyer defending, they're making rockets or something. He's got your weaponry. The second season is the, uh, the, the blowing up of the gap. The, I don't remember. Anyways, it's good. Well, Goliath. Goliath. I heard the Jack Ryan show is pretty dope. That's on Amazon Prime. Jack, uh, yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. I was going to say Jack Reacher, but no, that's Tom Cruise. Um, lastly, I have a segment called This is G-Rated, and I'm not a G-Rated person. What is the current trashy TV show or YouTube show or snack that you, that you eat when you really, or consume, that you're really not that proud to admit? Oh, I'm proud to admit it all. Trashy YouTube. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but Pornhub would probably be a big trashy one I enjoy watching. That's, uh, yeah, there's, that's a... Healthy library. Healthy library. There is basically so. it's um it's a mall. So like there's some something people, for everybody. Some people like Netflix and chill. I tell girls you want to just Pornhub and chill, and they usually get the, the memo. It's kind of the same thing, but that uh, but that's an aggressive move. Yeah, but it's it's a yes or a no. There's no there's no like <laughs> there's no gray area. No, no. If you just if you send the text you want to Pornhub and chill, they're like 
okay. <laughs> like, you kind of get it, right? I so, wonder, like, it, how is your batting average with that move? Like, is it around, like, 250, or are we talking, like, is it, like, 400? Well, like, can you go to the Hall of Fame with that move? Yeah, I mean, it used to, it used to be pretty good. Now I, now I got to miss it so that I'm not, I don't, I, I can't slide those texts anymore. <laughs> but uh, it used to, and I'm, I'm like a, a for sure thing kind of guy, so I, I wouldn't send the message if I didn't know the answer already. Right. But it kind of breaks the ice a little bit. Does it? Well, if that's your opening move. Yeah. That's, well, you that kind of is... get the vibe. The eyes never lie, man. Like, you can, you can pick up on a, like, <laughs> how, you know, the eyes never lie. You see a girl looking at you, you're like, got her. And then you just say, hey, what's the word? For someone who once had a bad tattoo on, on their neck, um, you, are, uh, you are a pleasure, man. You're a pleasure to, to spend some time with. I wish, I hope that in the future, if you have one of these adventures, um, not at Pig Owls, but at another place where there's a lot of entertainment, uh, and I'm in the same vicinity, I hope that we can sing either Ride a House, or ride, ride a Horse, Save a Cowboy, Space Cowboy, or I will enjoy watching you sing Girls, Girls, Girls. And you're, you're going to learn My Posse's on Broadway. <laughs> if that gets me into the posse, I'm going to learn that and today. You, and you're going to, you're, you're, I guarantee you, you're going to be bumping down the road and then you're going to see an old school cat you pull up next to and he's going to give you the, yeah, you are. Not. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I need to add that to my life. Uh, Cowboy Soroni, thank you so much for being on the Cabby Presents podcast. Uh, you're more than welcome. Thank you for listening to Donald Cowboy Soroni. This was Cabby Presents, the podcast.